The Green Bay Packers had a chance to win and get in to the playoffs this season. They led for most of the game, even if it was a disappointing lead, a lead that felt like it should have been more. And in the end, that disappointment came in full-fledged view because the Packers lost to the Detroit Lions 20-16. to They will not go to the playoffs. And now we are left to wonder about the future of this team, the future of Aaron Rodgers, and everything that comes with an offseason of uncertainty. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Really Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown! You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. The Packers had their opportunities. They had plenty of chances to win this game, to go and take it by the scruff of the neck. They couldn't. They didn't. They wouldn't. It was poor red zone execution, not getting blocks up front in the low red zone, uninspired play calling in the low red zone, uninspiring play calling on fourth down in your own territory, inconsistent play from your four-time MVP, $50 million a year quarterback. And dumb plays from your defensive players. Russell Douglas with one of the most inexplicable plays I've ever seen on a football field. Now the Packers were trying to call timeout, I guess, to either ice the kicker or line up some different block. Russell Douglas pushes the ball away. He gets pushed and then punches a lion. Makes... What would have been a relatively difficult field goal, a 48-yarder, one that the kicker had already missed for the Lions, and now you make it 15 yards closer. It's a 33-yard field goal, and it's it's in. And then Quay Walker, at the end of the game, pushes a medical staff member of all weeks to disrespect the medical staff this week. You get ejected, and then it's it's Chris Barnes in the zone coverage where the Lions find the first down on fourth down to go. Who knows if Quay Walker gets there? These are not the things a playoff team does. These are not the things a well-coached team does. But this is what the Packers have done most of the season. They've had bad mistakes at crucial times. They've had a quarterback who carries himself like a four-time MVP because he is a four-time MVP. But he has not really at any point this season outside of the second half against Dallas played like a four-time MVP. And a lot of that was just Christian Watson being unbelievable. He was excellent again in this game. Aaron Rodgers was not. Aaron Rodgers was bad in this game. He came up small in this game. 
Dart to Romeo Dobbs on the sideline. Yes, Dobbs dropped that. Yes, Dylan had a drop. Lazard had a drop. But he also had the sack in the red zone that could have pushed them out of field goal range. We saw Mason Crosby not exactly legging those kicks out. A 53-yarder for Mace used to be automatic. He came up a couple yards short on that kick. Luckily, Mason made the one after that Roger sack a delay of game penalty after having to call a timeout because you almost had a delay of game penalty. Missed throw on third down to Romeo Dobbs. Yes, Romeo Dobbs could have caught that one. He did not have a good game at all. But a ball at his shins, the standard for Aaron Rodgers is so much higher. And I said this coming into the game. This is the kind of game that your $50 million a year quarterback needs to be able to go win you. He threw a terrible interception. He threw another terrible interception that didn't count only by the grace of God for him on a cover two hole shot to Aaron Jones that he left late and inside and too far up the field. So none of it was good. No one played well enough to win in this game in the aggregate because even though the defense held the Lions to 20 points, by the way, bang on their road average this season, 20. That's what they average on the road this year. 30, 30 plus at home, 20 on the road. But you have the Russell Douglas play. You had the Quay Walker play. And then when you needed a stop at the end of the game to give your offense a chance, even if it is the case, and it is the case that the offense needed to play so, 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 so much better, they couldn't get the stop. Now, do, do we have any confidence Aaron Rodgers could have taken them down the field and won? No. But here's the reality. For as bad as Jared Goff played in the first half of this game, he made the one big throw that he needed to make. The, the absolute moonshot bomb to Khalif Raymond to set up a touchdown. And then he made a couple throws in the second half to set up scoring drives. And guess what else he didn't do? Didn't turn the ball over. The Packers did. Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Jones did. Your best players let you down for the second season in a row. And really, you could say the third season in a row if you wanted to. Your best players let you down. Aaron Rodgers let you down. Aaron Jones let you down. Matt LaFleur let you down. You can't win when that's the case in these big games. And are, are all of those guys going to be in Green Bay next year? Are... Two of those three guys going to be in Green Bay next year or one of three? Like, there are real questions about the futures of those guys in Green Bay. Questions that are difficult and thorny and, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about them in the offseason. But this was not good enough. It was just not good enough. And, and it's different than last year because last year this team was good enough. 
the number one seed, home field advantage. They had the chance to go out and win the Super Bowl. They had a chance to go out and win the Super Bowl. Like legit, I, I was talking to a book publisher about writing the Super Bowl book for the Packers before the playoffs started. That was that team. This team was going to be a cute story. A very different kind of thing. But that doesn't mean that the mistakes don't add up to a whole lot of nothing. At least on the season. These are the same mistakes that have plagued this team all season. The bad turnovers, inexplicable coaching decisions, the weird game plans, abandoning the run, wanting to do everything the Aaron Rodgers way on offense, and then the defense not being able to come through when you needed it. They came through over the last couple of weeks. And, and look, they deserve a lot of credit for fighting back to even. A four-game win streak to give yourself an opportunity to win this game, that's really nice. And I think it did help dispel a lot of the narrative around this team, around Matt LaFleur, around you know, the leadership, et cetera, on this team. And it does say some good things about them. But then that makes this moment damning just the same because they got themselves to this point. They fought all the way back and then reverted. They reverted to doing all of the things that they did, the mistakes that they made that got them to four and eight. Instead of being the team that got them four straight wins, they were the team that that looked more like the four and eight team, the team that gave away the game against the New York Giants, the team that gave away the game against the Washington Commanders, the team that gave away the game against the Detroit Lions the first time around. If they had won those games the way that they should have, we wouldn't be talking about a win and in situation here at the end of the season. We'd be talking about getting, having a chance to win the division because this game, you know, they'd had 11 wins going into this game and they could have had a chance to, you know, win the division, but they still lost. They had a chance to win and, and get in. Forget division. Who cares? They had a chance to get into the playoffs and they blew it. They blew it. They blew it. And so that raises questions about where you go from here. Where do you go from here? We're going to talk about it in a second. Today's episode brought to you by a friend at Tommy John. Tommy John is incredible. My wife wore her Tommy John set all day today watching football. I wore mine yesterday. I love Tommy John. Tommy John is great. And since you're going to have some free time <laughs> as a Packers fan now, why not be really comfortable watching not your favorite team? And you can get 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash lockdown. 20% off right now at tommyjohn.com. This is the comfiest pajama set you've ever found. Loungewear, they've got all kinds of great stuff. I have become a Tommy John believer, a Tommy John convert, and I have converted my wife. We will evangelize this product. It is a, a terrific, terrific product. Get 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash lockdown. 20% off at tommyjohn.com slash Locked on. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. And I think that, you know, the, I, I, no one should feel like 
they don't have the chance to talk to someone when they need it. And, you know, losing sucks. Losing on the football field. But there's losing in life, too. And maybe you're not losing. Maybe you're just not winning the way that you feel like you should. Maybe you just want to get a little bit more focused. You want to build better habits. You want to be better in relationships. You want to be better dealing with your spouse, your partner, your friends, your work. Therapy can do all of that. And BetterHelp can get you there. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on. I think Aaron Rodgers has played his last game as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And I telegraphed this a little bit over the course of this week because I said at the beginning of the week and then reiterated over the weekend that these are the kinds of games you have Aaron Rodgers on your team to go win. These are the moments where a special player can elevate you, can put the team on his back. But if you go over the last month, the last four games, this four-game win streak, it's not Aaron Rodgers. We went over the numbers on a show earlier this week. I think it was our Friday show because someone asked, you know, what's the future of Aaron Rodgers? Has he played well enough? And I posited that his future, and I wrote about this for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to, that his future may very well be determined by what happens at the end of this season. And I assumed they were going to win this week, but I was I was more thinking if they go get their clocks cleaned by the 49ers, that makes you go, let's have a conversation about what this future really looks like. But go over the last five games now, okay? And just look at the level of play that you're getting in these wins. 18 of 31 with a touchdown against Chicago for 182. Not great. Not great. Against the Rams, 22 of 30 for 229 with a touchdown and one of the worst interceptions I have ever seen. They beat Miami 24 of 38 for 238 with a touchdown and a pick. He he made some really bad plays in that game. Aaron, Aaron didn't have to do anything against Minnesota. And then in this game, 17 of 27 for 205, a touchdown and an interception with another interception that got called back. He has three games this season with a passer rating over 100. Hasn't had one since that Dallas game in mid-November and hadn't had one before that since Tampa Bay in late September. Jordan Love could have given you everything you got from Aaron Rodgers over the last month. So there were a lot of Packer fans who were Rodgers capers and they're going, oh, you killed Rodgers. They're winning now. You can take it all back. Like, no. All those problems are still there. What did you see in this game that leads you to believe that this was going to change and that this is going to change in the future? Aaron Rodgers did not play like a superstar this year. And someone forgot to tell Aaron. Because he continues to carry himself like a superstar. He continues to be catered to like a superstar. They continue 
to run this offense through him like a superstar, and he hasn't played like one. Jordan Love could have given them everything that they got over the last month. Just go back and look at the numbers. They would have won all of these games with, with Jordan Love at quarterback because Aaron Rodgers was playing middling. Middling. He was a middling quarterback this season. Are the Packers going to have the intestinal fortitude to make that move? Maybe they don't have to. Maybe they don't have to. Aaron Rodgers walked off the field tonight like a guy who knows or at least thinks he's done in Green Bay, whether or not that's by his choice or not. Jamison Williams asked for his jersey. He said he was going to keep it. Walked off the field arm in arm with Randall Cobb. Maybe that just means Randall Cobb. Remember last year he thought, he said, oh, I broke my, he thought his, his season was over. Same with this year. Hard to see him coming back. It, it would take some, some cap shenanigans, some weirdness, but they can do it. It's workable. You can't keep running this back. You just can't. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to see what Jordan Love is. It's time to see what a post Aaron Rodgers offense looks like. It's time to find out what kind of coach Matt LaFleur really is. And you, and here's the thing you have to find that out now because this season revealed some troubling things about the infrastructure in Green Bay. Because as much as I think Joe Barry deserves credit for riding the ship so a little bit defensively, that was not the right hire in the moment. That was a mistake. Multiple special teams coordinators from out the floor. Those were mistakes. Allowing the Amari Rogers charade to go on for as long as it did. That was a mistake. Two huge mistakes with offensive line lineups in the playoffs two of the last three seasons. Potentially costing you a Super Bowl. And then this is another example in this game. You have that fourth and one call. Now, I understand Chill Alaska. I don't know. You know, they're, they're, they're talking right now. Maybe that was a, a dummy call. Maybe that was built into the play. I don't know. That's a bad call. Another Alan Lazard end around at one point. I didn't understand the game plan in this game. I didn't understand the game plan for a lot of that 49ers playoff game in some of these big moments. And this team has looked unmotivated all season. They've looked flat all season. That's a reflection of your leaders, and that is players. So that's Aaron Rodgers, and it's your coaches. So if Matt LaFleur is not good enough to get you to a Super Bowl, because that's the standard in Green Bay. That has always been the standard in Green Bay and is going to continue to be a standard in Green Bay until further notice. So if Matt LaFleur is not a good enough coach to get you to a Super Bowl, you need to find that out sooner than later. That does not mean running it back again with Aaron Rodgers to get the same results. It just doesn't. You figure it out. 
figure out the money, figure out the cap. It's time. It's time. And look, if, if that bums you out, it bums me out. I love watching Aaron Rodgers play football. Whatever you think about how I feel about him, <laughs> like whatever, I love watching Aaron Rodgers play football. I really do. Or at least I did for a long time and then did again. But I didn't this year. I did not love watching Aaron Rodgers play football because I did not love watching him look like 2015 Aaron Rodgers or 2018 Aaron Rodgers or even most of 2019 Aaron Rodgers. Even 2019 Aaron Rodgers beat the Lions twice in games where they did not lead for one second of regulation. This Aaron Rodgers couldn't lead them back with the game on the line. Now, this Aaron Rodgers did not fumble in, you know, the the plus territory at the end of the half like Aaron Jones did. But that's another thing. Aaron Jones, one of your best players. He was dreadful against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dreadful. Penalties, didn't play well, and then gets hurt against the 49ers. Issues had had the, the play where I, I still I would like an explanation for why he didn't score on that play. And then in this game has the has the big fumble. This was the worst defense in the league. And you score 16. The worst defense in the league. You couldn't score. Backup cornerbacks, you couldn't score. If you can't score against this team in a must-win game, it's time for big, big changes. I'm willing to give Matt LaFleur the benefit of the doubt because he came in this season as the, the winningest head coach in the modern era through three seasons. And I think this offense derives a lot of it's good stuff from the scheme that Matt LaFleur creates. And I think a lot of the bad stuff comes from Aaron Rodgers insistent on playing a certain kind of way. So this team needs to see what it looks like with someone else at quarterback to find out what Matt LaFleur is really made of. Because the future for Aaron Rodgers is what? Another year max? To find out what we already know, that in big moments, he just doesn't have it anymore. Then you need to find out about Matt LaFleur. And that means whether it's Jordan Love, whether it's Derek Carr, whether I, you know, look, I don't, I don't care. Well, I care, obviously, but this is not working. This is not working. And it has to be changed. And I think maybe a lot of fans last year, you know, the, the 49ers game ended and you just went, man, that sucked. You got the worst possible matchup. And David Bakhtiari is hurt. And Ellen Jenkins is hurt. And one more time, one, run it back one more time. And I think that was a reasonable position to have. Just get healthy. NFC was wide open this year. Just get healthy. If they had Devontae Adams, if they have, you know, decent health, maybe maybe things are totally different. But they were healthy for this game. They were healthy for this game. And they lost. And I was 
a lot more worked up about that 49ers game because that was their chance to win a Super Bowl. I didn't think they had a real chance to win a Super Bowl this year. And the reason I'm not firing brimstone right now is because I'm just ready for a change and have been ready for a long time. We'll see if the Packers make those changes that they very clearly need to make. We'll find out pretty soon. Today's episode brought to you by the ultimate football GM. Maybe you think that you can do a better job than Brian Gutekunst. Plenty of people do. (laughs) Well, the ultimate football GM gives you that opportunity. Hiring the right coaches, trading players, making draft picks, navigating the franchise through free agency and the drafts and all the ups and downs, all the challenges of a realistic game. The ultimate football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want, when you want. It is a great way to put your football knowledge to the test. Locked on Packers listeners can get 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code Locked On in the game store. That's Locked On. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com to look it up on the App Store. That's it. Ultimate-gm.com or check it out in the App Store. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen. For your check-in listen, check out Locked On NFL, bringing you the local insights into the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories Locked On NFL available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. For the Packers now, they have these decisions to make as a franchise. What's the future of Joe Barry? Well, that has to be decided independent of what happens with Aaron Rodgers. The defense played well enough in this game. They played well enough to him. They held the Lions to 20 points. They held Jared Goff to 224 yards passing. They held the Lions to 4.2 yards per carry. The the run game did not kill them in this game. Amon Ross St. Brown had six catches, but 49 yards. This was not the issue. 6.6 yards per attempt. Defensively, the Packers did not lose this game because of the defense. Four of 12 on third down. 323 total yards. And the Packers won the time of possession battle by five minutes. No, this was the offense. And so what do you do with Joe Barry? Is it over? Or did he buy, did this run buy him another year? I think you can make the case. It should. Now, if I am the Packers and I am moving on from Aaron Rodgers, I want something different. Because I'm, I'm trying to build something from the ground up. Joe Barry was the choice you made as a stopgap, as a Band-Aid. He's not a foundational piece. He's not someone who's going to be your coordinator for the next 10 years. Jim Leonard was supposed to be that. But there are other options that you could find, potentially, that would. And so what direction do the Packers go there? What, what, what do they do with David Bakhtiari? They can save money if they move on. What do they do with Adrian Amos? Had mostly a down season, came on a little bit strong at the end of the season. They can actually sign him for a little over $5 million for the same amount that they would they would have not having him on the team. So maybe he's back. What do they do with Big Bob Tunyon? What, do they, what does Mercedes Lewis want to come back and play? Aaron Jones got a balloon bonus. What do they do with Aaron Jones? 
what, how do they handle this cornerback room with Jay Alexander and Russell Douglas and Eric Stokes? Clearly all three of those guys can play. They're good, but they all seem like boundary corners and you don't want to stick Jair on the slot full time. How do you handle that? Where is Darnell Savage play? If he's your nickel, is he a safety or is he a nickel or is he both? Is this, is this offense good enough if you don't have Aaron Rodgers? What does the offense have to look like? How does it have to change if you don't have Aaron Rodgers? There, this could be the offseason of the Brian Gutekind's tenure because it, could, it will set them on a path. They will either decide stopgap, run it back, bang your head against the door, run in place kind of stuff. Or they will make the difficult decision and what I think is the right decision, go to Jordan Love, soft reset, because I think this team can still be competitive next year with Jordan Love, because as I said, I think they win the last month's worth of games. I think there's you could make the case. They could have won this game with Jordan Love because the, the play script would have been different. The approach would have been different. A lot of things would have been different. They lost this game for a lot of reasons. Aaron Rodgers is at the top of the list. As much as any season in recent memory, going back, I think, to 2018. That was the last time, and they didn't have a head coach. That was the last time this team had this much to try and figure out in an offseason. We'll see what answers they find, and we will be here every day to help you through them. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. We'll be here every day. We're still going to do this offseason or no. We will be here every day the same way we were for the next couple months to try and get this all figured out. And we'll be here live all the time. Not all the time. But we will still be doing live shows in the offseason. Come hang out with us on Locked on Packers YouTube page to stay Locked on Packers.